0: Hello everyone! Thanks so much for joining us for this first episode of the Food Science Addict podcast. In this podcast, we aim at discovering food science topics for those who already know what food science is and also for those of you who are not sure about it. Listen to us while we unravel the mystery and wonders of food science, from ingredients functionalities to novel technologies to novel foods and much more. I'm Dr. Vero and I'm a food scientist and I also love science communication. Today we're going to start with a nice introduction on what is food science and what is a food scientist. I believe that most of you are quite curious as I normally get asked quite often about what exactly is food science. Follow us in the next few minutes and you'll find out. As a guest today, we have Kerani Kirakos, who is a young professional in the food industry, and she will help us with the conversation. Hello, everyone. This is the first episode of this Food Science Addict podcast, and I cannot be happier about it. Today, we kickstart with a topic I am asked about several times in my private conversations, many of them. Whenever I say that I am a food scientist, everybody asks, also laughing sometimes, what is food science really? It is really interesting because people normally associate me with a nutritionist, which I'm not. While nutrition and dietetics are extremely important and can be part of what a food scientist does, food science is quite different from nutrition and dietetics. By definition, food science is a multidisciplinary field that covers the selection, preservation, processing, packaging, distribution, and use of safe food, alongside consumer behavior and sensory science. Related fields are analytical chemistry, biotechnology, engineering, nutrition, quality control, food safety management, psychology, and I can name so many others. But I want to involve our guest today and have a chat with her about what food science is and what a food scientist does. Welcome Kirani Kirakos, who is an application technology specialist at Sweden and actually, originally, started as a nutrition student.
1: Hello, Kirani, and thanks for joining us today. Hey, Veronica, I'm really excited to be here and thank you for having me on this first episode. So I'm really excited to share what I do and uh, what it means to work in food science to you guys.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you a few simple questions. The first is, what is that you do? Tell us more about your role.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, my main job title is Application Technology Specialist and... An application technology specialist, when we work in applications in the food science industry, it means that um, I have a portfolio of products from the company I work in, and I use them to apply them to um, other market products. So you would have a company who would come to us and says they want to reformulate a certain product with one of our ingredients, and I help them do that. So in my case, I work in a company called Sweden, and we specialize in Uh, sweetness taste solutions. So our sweetness uh, comes from the stevia plants. So we manufacture stevia and um, that's what I do. I basically reduce um, sugar in a lot of different products. So someone would come to us, they would say, I want to do a partial sugar reduction or a full sugar reduction. And what I do is I tell them which one of our products to use. So either I reduce sugar or these days with uh, new, new consumer trends and you know a lot of people wanting to be healthy and use only natural ingredients. What I do as well is I replace artificial sweeteners. So you have natural sweeteners, artificial sweeteners like um, acid K. So what I also also do is I replace those strong high-intensity artificial sweeteners with our natural solutions instead. So a lot of, there are a lot of reasons why people want to reformulate, and I think this is really important in the food industry to note, is that sometimes we reformulate not just because we want it to taste better, or make it healthier. But we actually have to reformulate to reduce costs. We need to reformulate because there have been a lot of regulatory changes, or also one quite big one is marketing requirements and consumer trends. Usually people don't feel the need to reformulate unless there is a change in consumer perception. Therefore, that's why we need to you know, reformulate and make healthier products. So I think that's quite an interesting part of the job because there's always a different challenge and it's made me work on a lot of different products like sodas, juice drinks, protein powder blends, even savory products, even though I work with sweetness solutions. So I think it really gives me a chance to innovate a little bit more. And sometimes since I work with ingredients, what I have to do is showcase Um, different uh, potential solutions to customers so what I can do is I can create new products using our sweeteners and show them how they can use it so I think you know just to finish that off I think one main thing we have to also remember is that reducing sugar is quite important in the diet so I think what it does my role as an application technologist gives me a really good connection with nutrition as a discipline as well so it's it's really well linked together
0: So the second question is kind of my favorite. So what is exciting
1: about your role? Ooh, um, very good question. I think when you work in the food industry, because sometimes, you know, of time limits, you forget what is exciting about your role. So I really like that question, actually. Um, the excitement, I think, comes from having a lot of different um, diverse projects. So like I said before, since as an application technologist, we're, we're an, an ingredient provider, which means that we get a lot of different customers coming to us, or we reach out to a lot of Different customers to reduce sugar because there's sugar in so many products, which means I get the chance not only to work on different um, products, so I could work on sauces, I can work on beverages, I can work on powder blends, um, but it gets it forces me to adapt my skills and also learn new. Um, the properties of foods that I didn't know before so for example if I'm I never really had a chance to work on uh, savory sauces so condiments like ketchup and um, barbecue sauce and I have the chance to work on these products now so once again it makes me use the ingredients that I'm already an expert in in products that I don't really know how to make so I kind of have it's a it's, it's a double benefit in that sense. So I get to work with my ingredients, but I also get to learn more. And, you know, if I think about it as well, if I worked in a company that only did soups and and sauces, I would become, a, you know, an expert in this. Whereas now I'm actually kind of growing my... E- expertise in a lot of different products, which I think when you start in the food industry, it's really important to use those first two, three years to try and work with a bit of everything in order to then know what you'd like to do. So I think, you know, that's a really exciting part of my role is that I'm always trying something different. And um, yeah, it keeps you on your toes. It's really great.
0: Well, I have to ask this question. Have you spotted some novel trends in food science? Anything that you can talk about?
1: Um, one novel trend, I would say, although I'm not, you know, specifically involved with it in my um, job at the moment, but one major trend I have really realized was uh, plant-based meat analogs. So, you know, you have a lot of companies who are trying to replicate um, meat alternatives. So they're, they're replicating chicken, they're were uh, replicating beef and bacon and all kinds of, you know, um, traditional um, meat that we use for our cooking. So I think as a food scientist, I would say that it's really, really cool. And I don't think that this kind of trend is going to disappear anytime soon, because what happens is you have vegan and vegetarian diets that are uh, becoming more and more frequent, that people want to look for those alternatives. But then there is that, um, the, a part of me that's also saying, actually, this kind of trend, it's going to keep growing, but we also have to look at the more nutritional aspect of it, you know, we, we're replicating really realistic um, meat alternatives. You know, when you look at their sensory characteristics, they, they're they savory, they're fatty. So we've, we've done a really good job at replicating these meat analogs. And I think, you know, I think from an innovation perspective, it's really great. Although from a nutrition perspective, you know, we have, there's been a lot of studies that actually say that maybe those kind of meat alternatives are not able to give you the best nutritional profile as even vegetables would. So once again, I think every trend you see, you always really have to look into it and tell yourself, this is a trend, but does that mean it's actually really healthy for you? You know, So a, a part of me, once again, is very torn. As a food scientist, I find it really extraordinary that we can do so much, but at the same time, it's about not giving false marketing in a product where you advertise it you know, all nice and green and saying it's healthy because it's not meat. But at the same time, are you getting all the necessary nutrients from it, you know? So another really, really cool, you know, kind of area that we can explore. um, And I'd be really interested to do so myself, you know, in the future. I think um, it's one trend that's not going away. And uh, we just need to understand a little bit more about it and innovate further, not only to develop something that looks like meat, but also will give the same nutritional benefits as a meat product. So, yeah, a lot of work to be done there, but I still think it has a lot of uh, potential and it's, it's definitely a trend that's here to stay.
0: Well, thanks so much, Kirani, for joining this conversation on what is food science and what does food scientists do?
1: Yeah, thank you, Veronica, for having me on this um, first episode. Really happy to be here and uh, really glad to have answered all your amazing questions. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, hopefully now you know a little bit more about food science and what a food scientist is. And if you're deciding on your next step in terms of university or your career, this might have helped you a little bit with your choice. Of course, if you have any other questions or doubts or curiosities, just pop an email to thefoodscienceaddict at outlook.com or send a DM to our Instagram at thefoodscienceaddict. Thanks so much for joining us today. Keep listening to our next episodes. This is a podcast that has been produced thanks to the collaboration of some students from the University of Surrey. We will meet some of them in the next episodes. But until then, take care and goodbye.